What up, party people? <laughs> what up, podcast peeps? How's it going? We're back. We're back in action. It's been a long hiatus. I don't even know when the last one we did. I don't either. I think a month ago. Oh no, slackers. But, but if you guys um, follow us on Instagram, we've been going live every Monday. So it's not like we've been completely dark, which you'll have to check us out um, on my handle, uh, Dawn K Canada. We'll plug there. Come see us Monday mornings. We've been doing uh, going live every Monday morning and just kind of sharing from the heart what's going on, what we're feeling. Um, and yeah, hopefully inspiring people. So that's been fun. I've really enjoyed doing that on Mondays. Um, so yeah. Sweet dude. It's good to, <laughs> Why are you so weird? I know I'm yelling, but I am <laughs> You're um, yelling at me. <laughs> I know. Maybe it's just because I'm overcompensating and <laughs> I feel like I need to be like super cheery and loud and yay, go get it. <laughs> um, but no, you know, it's uh, what we wanted to talk about today was the power of bringing the focus constantly back to yourself. And it's been something that has been a skill, which I really think it is a skill that needs to be practiced often. Um, I think it's something that we are not um, very good at uh, all the time. I I know that it's something that I've not been very good at, and it's something that I've really, really had to practice and really work at developing um, and seeing the power in in every situation and bringing the the focus back on myself and and why that's so important. Um, And, you know, it's become more and more obvious to me the importance of that and the fruits that it produces in your life. And, you know, when we say bring the focus back on yourself, you know, when I think about it, we were just talking about this before we started recording, but, you know, for me, the power in bringing the focus back on yourself, it constantly, when you do that, it constantly gives you the opportunity to claim the power that is within you and doesn't give your power away to anybody else. It prevents you from giving the power that is innately within that all of us are born with. Um, It gives you the power to always be in control of your life Um, because it doesn't matter what happens. Like when you are constantly, when you constantly learn how to bring the focus back on yourself and inwardly, you're always in control. Uh, nothing in life will ever be out of control for you because once you learn and develop this skill of always bringing the focus back on yourself, you claim your power. You claim your power back. Um, the power is always within your hands. And the more I learn this, the more I teach this to other people, which helps me learn it even more, the more I see the power within it and the more I see the the benefit that it has. And... It's a lot to unpack, and so hopefully we'll unpack it in a way that makes sense to you today. Um, but it's even more, you know, Don asked me, like, just even before we got on here, because I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot, like I've been feeling a lot. I'm in the process of really healing a lot of different things in my life, and, and I'm in a process of uh, 
a lot of uncomfortability um, to be like surface level. Um, there's just a lot of, of challenges and transitions that's going on within me right now. And, and, you know, Don asked me the question like, well, how does bring the focus back on yourself help you with what you're going through right now? And, and, um, you know, and there's a list, like there's so many different things I could talk about, um, as it pertains to that, but it's, uh, it's always just such a great question because there's always lessons within it. Like, okay, bring the focus back on yourself. Like what, what is it? Because so often when we're going through hard times in life, it's so much easier to focus on out, out outside. Like mm-hmm. it's easy to focus and put your focus and attention on all the things outwardly. Um, but really where it, where I need to go is, is back internally and, and what's listening to my, my inner soul and listening to my inner being and getting quiet. And I think for men as well, it's such an important piece for us and our growth is we are so much driven um, by what we do and what we can accomplish. And I think for men, for me as a man, it's been really hard to focus inwardly um, and not like feel like I can fix like this is stuff that that will be fixed by me just doing something else um, because it's 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 not always like that. So when you're focused outwardly, what are you focused on? Uh, I'm focused on what I'm achieving, what I'm accomplishing. Um, I'm focused on the, the I don't want to say barriers, the obstacles that are in front of me. Um, I'm focused on comparing myself to other people. I'm focused on... What other people think about me, I'm focused on all the ways that I'm not measuring up, all the things that I'm not doing. Um, I'm focused on all of the you know, ways that, that I compare to other people are not, haven't arrived, right? Like wherever that destination is, which God knows who, who the heck knows where that destination is, right? <laughs> So when you're in that state, what is going on within? Like when you're focused on everyone else, what goes on within you? Yeah, I'm just I get frozen. Hmm. I just I don't want to do anything. I, I because I when I'm focused on other people, and this is you know this is part of the this is a piece of what I am healing right now within me is my people pleasing nature, um, and it this has been an ongoing thing for me. Um, this has been something I have, I have battled with my entire life. Uh, for me, I, it's almost like an addiction, like people, ba- you know, battle addictions. I think for me, it's been the addiction of pleasing other people because in pleasing other people, um, and putting on different masks and feeling like I need to, to be a certain person, it's, it's a way that kept me safe. Um, it's a way that, that I, by the way I performed and, and caring about what other people thought, like it was a way that I sought love. And so I think for me, like that's, that's what's going on internally is like, I'm, I'm fighting to find validation and bringing the focus back on myself has been where I've needed to grow because I fundamentally have learned that I, I truly don't love myself. Mm. And that has been a really, really hard thing 
for me to grasp and for me to to honestly admit. I think it's been really hard for me to admit that I fundamentally, like, I've struggled with loving myself because I have, for as long as I can remember, I've constantly sought outward validation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in the season that I'm in right now in life, it's just coming out. It's coming out so strongly that this has been something that I've I've done out of a need to feel seen, heard, and loved um, as a way to feel safe. And it's, it's served me. Like, it has served me, I will say, but it's no longer serving me mm-hmm. because now it's... It served me because it's, it's kept me from, uh, from honestly, it's kept me from committing suicide. It, mm-hmm. It's kept it's kept me from being an alcoholic or a drug addict. It's kept me from, um, you know, having multiple uh, affairs and, and women. Um, but it's not served me because, and and and. It's it's served me because it's it's given me a drive to to fight and to 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 strive for something better. But I'm seeing how it's not serving me anymore because I've kind of accomplished a lot of things that I've wanted to accomplish in my life and I'm I I've still found myself empty. Mm. And that's where I've realized it's not serving me anymore mm. because once I've got all these things that I wanted, I wanted the high salary. I wanted the equity in a company. I wanted to know that I could prove myself in the business world. I wanted the marriage of, you know, a happy marriage, happy family. I wanted the kids. I wanted the white picket fence. Like, got all that. Won the state championship titles as a coach, as a player. Like, I've got that. But then there was an emptiness inside. And I think that that, to answer your question in a very, very long way, bringing the focus back on myself, I'm learning. And that's why I said earlier, it's a skill that I've needed to develop and a muscle that I've needed to, a muscle that I've needed to continue to strengthen because I truly think it is a a muscle uh, that we need to strengthen. It's shown me how weak I am in it Mm. because I can't sit with myself and love myself without feeling like I need to constantly perform in order to to validate like that I'm worthy of something yeah. like that there's actually worth to me and I think you know the more men I work with the more men I talk to specifically men I think we don't realize that because we can constantly do like we're great doers we're great fixers like there's a problem we fix it and I think that's why you see so many guys that come out of the military commit suicide because mm-hmm. all of their value was wrapped up in what they did. Mm-hmm. Athletes, I think it's the same thing. Like as a former athlete, I remember I played for 12, 13 years of my life. My identity was sports. It's where I got all of my validation from. I remember when that first year, I had no idea who the heck I was. Mm-hmm. And I sought every way imaginable to find validation outwardly. And, I, and so I think for men, we can easily go our entire lives doing and never know that we're never truly happy. 
mm. until crisis hits and we realize like we lose a job or we lose a loved one or you know right like we lose the career that we found validation in or we have an accident mm. where we're no longer able to perform right um we lose that identity yeah. when really the identity needs to be just ourselves and who we are at our core and mm-hmm. our essence and i think I say for men because I think for women you innately like, yeah, you struggle with that, but I think you're way more emotionally in touch. I think women naturally are way more emotion, like in touch with their emotions. Mm-hmm. But I think for guys, we don't go there because it's just easy for us to just do. Right. Um, and so I think that's why it's taken me so long like to get to this place. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm, I, I think I'm aware emotionally. And that's why, like, it, I, I realized it so quick, like, not quickly, but I've realized it, you know, um, very quickly after achieving some of the high goals that I had for myself. Mm-hmm. When I got there, it was just kind of like a, oh, well, this sucks. Like, it's kind of an empty feeling. Like, it was like, okay, now what? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I got it and was like, okay, now what? Like, yeah. what do I do now? How else do I feel good about myself? Because I've already got everything I thought would make me feel good about myself, but I still don't. Right. right? Like, and it's been really hard for to admit that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been really hard for me to admit that. Yeah. And then it's been really hard to admit that, like, I've put so much, I've put so much, I don't want to say pressure, but almost I feel like I've put so much pressure on relationships and how that's played out, like how I've probably hurt a lot of relationships because I've put so much pressure on like them to validate me in certain mm-hmm. ways, like unconsciously. Yeah. And then gotten upset when I, I like don't get that validation mm-hmm. and then I can like easily lash back out. Yeah. And, and I've seen like, oh shit, like this hasn't, this has nothing to do with anybody else. Like this has everything to do with me. And when I look in the mirror, it's because I purely just realize like I just don't love myself. Mm. Like, I don't love all the parts of me. Yeah. I love all the parts of me that can perform. Mm. When I don't perform, like, it's like I I don't like those parts. Yeah. Right? Like, and even the parts that I do perform, like, well, it's just never good enough. Because there's always a level that I can be, like, I can still go to. Yeah. Instead of just loving the process of loving who I am, like, through the process. Yeah. So, that was a long... 10 minutes. I think I think I'm good and done talking to you guys for the rest of the time. No, I mean I think there's power in that vulnerability. Like that's why we're doing this podcast. Like that's why we started this was to have that open dialogue of like no, this is what's really going on. Like and and to not put up the masks and the fronts and and to really have like raw vulnerable conversations in here because I think it's real. Like that's real. That and you're not the only man that feels this way. Like you know that, yeah. and so I think, don't, again, like don't shame yourself for it. Like yeah. I think it, it, it's it's a reality, and if you don't talk about it, then you just continue to put the masks on and pretend like everything's okay. And I think that's what the space and the work that we do is to help people see. Like it's not all rainbows and butterflies all the time like there's a reality to like the work we're doing and it's it's not easy like it isn't and i think that's the irony in it too you know it's i've heard this i heard this so many times i've I've heard it you know a long time ago but that we we teach what we most need to learn Mm -hmm. and i think that's too like i've always been a coach like as i look back 
I've asked this like now in the last year that I've been like, you know, coaching men full time, I've asked, you know, what are the things that I've never asked people this question about myself, but like, what are the things that I do great? And the common answer across the board with every different walk of person that I've asked is that I'm great at inspiring people to be them best, their best selves. Mm. And it's, it's so ironic because I've been doing that now for 15, almost 20 years in different capacities as a lacrosse coach, as a trainer, as a mentor, as a leader in the business world. And it's why I wanted to do it full time. But it's, it's so ironic and funny because it's, it's because I've needed to learn this same lesson. Mm-hmm. And as I go to the next level in my growth, it's like it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's always pointing to where I still need to like grow even stronger. Yeah. And that's why I, like earlier, I think like the description of it's a muscle that constantly needs to be worked. Mm-hmm. It's a constant, it's a muscle that constantly needs to be worked. Yeah. And I think the sooner... It's just funny because the sooner that I've been able to admit that, the stronger I've got. Um, I think at times it doesn't, again, like it goes back, I have to watch myself because it's like very easily like, look how far I come, but it's never far enough. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, to just enjoy the journey of actually being in the, the weight room. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see the exactly. growth right there, right now, like as you look in the mirror, but it's, it's every day it's just being consistent it's doing the little things you know Mm -hmm. which is even more humbling because i always say that to everybody all the time that knows me is do the little (laughs) things and the big picture will take care of itself yeah but it's it's that it's you know it's 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 that that theme well Um, that's what i tell my clients like it's not it's not one and done like you don't go to the gym and do 30 bicep curls and boom you got some big old biceps like no, you got to keep going back. And and to maintain it, you have to continue to work it and you have to pivot. Like, it's not like you just continue to do curls and for six months, okay, cool, I got my biceps. Well, what happens to your muscles mm-hmm. when you do the same thing over and over? Like, yeah. no, you have to adapt. You have to adjust. You have to pivot. Like, and, you know, Mastin Kip, someone that we, like, follow and, and really respect his work, like, he talks about new level, new devil. Like doesn't go anywhere like whatever that thing is you know um paul in the bible talks about the thorn and and his flesh Mm -hmm. like and how it comes with him everywhere he goes and i think that's the biggest thing that we teach both uh, like we both teach our clients is awareness like bringing awareness to whatever that is and i think paul in the bible like he had that awareness and so he knew that it was going to continue to show up. Mastin Kip teaches new level, new devil, because there's an awareness of what this thing is. Yeah. And you're just going to continue to evolve and grow. And, and, and some days, like, it feels heavier than others. And that's, that's part of it. And I think that's why, like, getting to the point where you can kind of name it and, like, kind of joke, like, oh, there there he is or there she is like she's showing her face again like that little that little girl like and I think when you can kind of make light of it in that way like because it doesn't ever fully go away like I truly don't believe it can be it can become maybe a strength one day like but it's never gonna just poof like be gone Mm -hmm. so I think that's where like for me like 
when I learned this concept of keeping the focus on myself, um, it was pivotal for me and my growth. Like, I think I realized pretty quickly, like, oh, I am completely in control of everything. Like, I'm in control of everything. Like, whether it's my reactions to other people, whether it's if I believe in myself, whether it's a career choice, like, it's all about me. Like, I get I get the power in this. And I think it it's given me this, like, energy and this shift of, like, all right, like... No, I don't have 10,000 followers on Instagram. That's okay. Like, I'm just doing me. Like, mm-hmm. no, I maybe got 50 likes in a picture I posted last week. Okay. Like, that's cool for me. Like, that was 50 people that I got to reach. Like, I think for me, like, that's where it's just helped me so much is just do my own thing. Like, stay in my lane and focus on myself. And, yeah, there's going to be bumps. Like, yes, there's going to be days that's harder than others or for me a lot of times my like conflict comes from other people like conflicts with other people but again having that power of focusing on myself okay how did I show up in this situation felt pretty good about how I showed up okay and it's not my responsibility how other people feel and so I think there's just this power of like when you really can focus on yourself and own who you are, who I am, which on Monday and our Monday coffee, like matcha talk, coffee talk, we talked about this concept of I am. And when you can really step into that I am and how you do that is to keep the focus on yourself. Like that's where those I am statements come from. Like when you are truly in alignment and focused on who you are and you know, like it's, it's all over the Bible as well. Like, love your neighbor as yourself. Like we did a whole episode on that. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. you should go back and listen to it. <laughs> um, but you know, and then when Jesus would heal people, you know, he would say your faith has healed you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my powers healed you. No, you believed and therefore your faith has yeah. healed you. And like so many story after story of this, where it was like, Oh no, like the woman caught in adultery. Like, if she's looking around, he's like, Hey, whoever has lived a life of sin, like, cast the first stone. No one stoned her. Everyone kind of walked away. And I was like, Okay, go live your life differently. Like, you get a choice here. You get to go do something differently. So I think that it's just like the power of this. Like, and so many personal development books, like every, like everything I read, learn, like study, podcasts I listen to, it's all about focusing on yourself and who you are and who you want to show up as in the world. And I think when you, when I've done that, like that's where I've just felt this like, almost like this lightness of like, okay, like, all right, I can do this. Like, or I get a choice if I don't want to do this. Like, so yeah, like I, I. I think there's so much power in it um, and it's really, it's given me this sense of, something like this sense of peace of like, I, I, I only have to control myself. Like, mm-hmm. Wow, that's powerful. Like I, even, even with our kids, like. I was just going to say, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Like I think it's so powerful with our, our boys. Like, yeah, they, they have, uh, if anger, like fits of rage or meltdowns, like disappointment, like something happened yesterday where one of our sons didn't get to do something and it was like epic, like epic meltdown. And 
in the moment, it was like, okay, I can either get frustrated at him and, like, get annoyed that he's pulling me away from my work and, like, I can't concentrate because he's just screaming. Or I can focus on myself and I get to choose to be his calm. Like, I need to be his calm right now. And so I think kids are a great example of that, of, like, we're never going to be able to control them. All we can do is control ourselves. And it's, again, like, that's so powerful. And I mean, I can give example after example of, like, you're never going to be able to control that family member. You're never going to be able to control... Your husband or wife. Your husband or your wife. Like, you're never going to be able to control all the other people on Instagram. Like, all you can do is control yourself and how you choose to show up. And, like, there's so much power in that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say, you know, in the power of that is... You get it, like you, uh, like you said, you always get a choice. Like, mm-hmm. But I think the key, one of the things I've, I've found is the key is, no, like why I think the first step is knowing who you want to be. Like what are the values that are important to you mm-hmm. in who you want to be and how you want to show up? And for me, how I, like the, the easiest way I've found in getting there and knowing like who it is you want to be and and how you want to show up in life is I, and I, you know, I did this a long time ago and I've refined it more now, but what do you want your eulogy to say? Hmm. Like, what do you want there to be said about you when you die? What, like, it sounds morbid, but like, what is the leg? And that's what it always was for me was, what is the legacy you want to leave? Mm-hmm. I think the best way to get there is to think about, like, what do you want to be said about you? What do you want your legacy to be when you are gone? Mm-hmm. Because do you want people to talk about, like, what do you want people to say about you? Like, yeah. who you were, not what you did, but who you were. Yeah. And once you can get clear on that, that's the power of bringing the focus always back on yourself. Exactly. Because then it's, you question, like, you look at yourself in those moments where someone quote unquote did something to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of our sons did something to you in essence. Mm-hmm. He distracted you from doing what you were wanting to do. Yeah. You have a choice now to bring that focus back on yourself and say, how do I want to show up right now? What are the values? What is the legacy I want to live and I want to leave? Yeah. What is that? When we've gotten into fights, like, how do I want to show up right now? Right. Like, is this a battle that I want to fight? Like, or is this just something that, like, you're just upset and I don't need to own that and I just need to control myself, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. and bringing the focus back on myself, like, oh, what is this triggering in me? How do I need to grow here? Like, yep. what is it within me that's showing up that I need to say, okay, oh, I need to grow in that area. I need, I need to grow in my grace. I need to grow in my love. Like, I need to grow. Like, here's where I need to grow. And I think that, to me, is, like, the crux of getting to where you get clear. Like, when you can get clear on who it is that you want to be and the legacy that you want to live and the, the, the legacy that you want to leave and how you want to show up in the world, you start making different decisions. Yeah. At work, in your careers, like, the, the, the steps that you take – the conversations that you get in, the 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 things that you do mm-hmm. start changing. Yeah, uh, I think it 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 starts. 
You start showing up differently in your relationships. You start taking ownership of your day as opposed to letting your day take ownership of you. Yeah. Right? And and so I think that's where the power, like the the, the to me, like the the cornerstone of this all is 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 first laying that foundation of who it is that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a great way to do that is sit down and take some time and and write down like your legacy. Like write it from if you were standing up writing your eulogy or saying like speaking your eulogy right. at your death, like yeah. what would you want to say? What would you want someone to say about you? And write that. And mm-hmm. and then go live those things. Like yeah. go be that person. Exactly. Because right? it's about being. It's not about the things you did. It's about who you were. Yeah. Right. It's that age old like people say, you know, people are not going to remember what you did for them, but they'll remember how you made them feel. feel. It's so true. And I think how you make people feel is how you show up. Yeah. It's the energy and it's in that's what you can control. Yeah. Right. Like how you show up. Yeah. And, and that doesn't mean that you're going to always get it right. Right? right. Like that's doesn't mean that you're always going to get it perfect. But the beautiful thing again is bring the focus back on yourself. Like, OK, great. Like. You have an opportunity. You always have an opportunity yeah. after. Like even after you respond, maybe in a negative way. Yeah. Then you, you get... still okay, cool. Like I still have control over how I respond to that response that exactly. I maybe made. Yeah. Right? And and what that looks like and how you can you know, how you can change that. Yeah. No, it's so true. Um one of my the girls I work with she always says to be your biggest observer and your least critic. And I think it's so powerful with that. Like, you you can make mistakes. Like, you can fall. It's, I mean, it's inevitable. You're going to fall. You're going to make a mistake. Just observe it. Like, notice it. Yeah, don't judge it. Don't judge it. Like, don't shame yourself. But if, that, if you made a mistake and that's not who you want to be, it's not who you want to show up as... Cool. Own it. Take ownership and move forward. Like if that if ownership means an apology might be necessary, cool. If ownership means like just acknowledging to yourself like okay, I want to do this differently or ownership means I didn't want to eat half a cake last night. Like okay, own that and then then you get to make another choice. Like that's like the power of choice. Like you can own it and then choose something differently. And so I think, yeah, like just be your biggest observer. Like just observe, just bring awareness to yourself, which is keeping the focus on yourself. Like, and I think that's so important because yeah, we're going to fall. We're going to make mistakes. And that's the beauty in it is like, that's your rep. Like that's where you build the muscle is when you make those mistakes and you get to choose something differently. Um, Mm. I think there's so much power in that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to end it there. Yeah. I think I I hope you guys got a lot of value out of that. Hopefully you took a couple of nuggets away. Um, I did. So bringing the focus back on myself, I learned something. There you go. That's all that counts. Um, so, yeah. But we love y'all. We appreciate you guys listening, the the three of you that do listen. Um, we know that that's going to have a ripple effect. And so, yeah, tell us, uh, let us know if you do listen to it. Like, dude, send us a message. Send us something. Rate us. Review us. That helps as well if you're listening on, like, Apple and 
um, gets people to, to listen more. Um, but we'd love just even on top of that, just to hear like what hit you, what yeah, what was how, did it help you? Like what helped you? What 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 would you like more on? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, love y'all. Hope you guys have a great day, and we will see you next time. Peace.